0: So yesterday, at exactly this time, 9.45 p.m., I pressed the record button to record the podcast for yesterday's episode, and my electricity just went down. The entire floor just went black. Boom. Now it's one day later. So let's backtrack and see what happened. Welcome to Kitsacast episode 22 slash 23, 22 just merged in one. I'm going to explain why. So in this podcast, I'm talking about my personal self-development journey and trying to make it in life, whatever that means, We're going to discuss habits, routines, pomodoros, work, work work-life balance, working out, healthy food, life hacks, being a dad, self-help books, running startups, and a bunch of other things. We're going to go on tangents, on tangents, on tangents, and if that's your cup of tea, walk with me. Put on your headphones, put on your shoes, go for a walk right now, kill 30, 40 minutes of working out. Don't forget to send me video questions, whether it's on Twitter or wherever you find a way, Discord, join the Discord, kids.io slash Discord. Send me video questions. I would like to include you in one of these episodes. Uh, also, you can leave a question as a comment. I'm answering actually one question at the end of the podcast today. Uh, let's do a quick bench review for for yesterday and today because I'm recording this like one day late, basically. So, quick bench review, and then we're gonna get into it. So, starting with um, sleep time. Sleep time was great the last two days. I realized that um, my CO2 monitor, my only CO2 monitor, was in this office, and basically I was only paying attention to opening the windows here. But I have sensors on all the windows and doors upstairs, so most of them. So it's like home automation, so it works most of the time. So 90% of the time, it doesn't work most of the time. Um, So I have this sensor, and I was like, ask my wife, are we ventilating the bedroom enough? And I didn't check the sensor, but we cannot trust it, because she says, like, I opened it this morning, but the sensor said, like, opened three days ago, but I'm sure I opened it the day before. So I'm like, I'm not sure if we're opening this enough. Eventually, I want to have an automation, and maybe I was looking at smart windows. It's not a smart window. It's just like a mechanism that can open your window a little bit for ventilation to go in. So eventually, I would like to replace the windows, especially in the bedroom. Um, and maybe even on a timer. Don't even detect CO2 levels. On a timer, just once every hour, just open the window for 5-10 minutes for fresh air to walk in. To walk in, yeah. It walks in like it's a ghost of Casper. Or what? Ghost of Casper? Casper is already a ghost. So If it's a ghost of Casper, it's like... Is that even... a Do ghosts have their own ghosts? Tangents on tangents, dude. So I took the CO2 meter from here to upstairs and lower and because I entered the bedroom last. So I enter after my wife and enter after my daughter because she enters. She's four months old, but she definitely enters the bedroom just like Casper enters the bedroom. So when I enter, like everyone is in, the dog is in. And I, I get this, you know, when you're just in fresh air, but someone has been sleeping in a room, like suddenly hits you like, holy shit, this needs ventilation. So I take the CO2 monitor, I put it upstairs and lo and behold, it's like a thousand and 600 i think or 500 which is like glows red and it says something in german and whenever it says something in german and it glows red you know it's a bad combination so you're like oh fuck, you're fucked so thankfully i went to bed late that night my wife was breastfeeding so i opened the window and i watched it go down to 400. so i think i finally got the question remember how i was mentioning when i wake up i always feel this like like i cannot properly breathe in and whatever and guess what? You don't, it was just not ventilated enough. So now we started ventilating more regularly and I ordered four <laughs> CO2 meters from this company, Ar- Ar- Aranet, Arachnet, whatever the fuck it's called. And one cost like 160 euros. So it was above 500 something euros, I think for this order, but I definitely want one for the bedroom, for the office, for the nursing room, and then probably for the living room. So for now, those are going to be the things just to make us open all of the window windows. So Russian... Uh, and, and ventilate, so yeah, w- one thing that I realized, I'm talking about my sleep time, but it's basically connected with the sleep hygiene, so I'm using a sleep mask to block off all of the light, I'm using these special headphones for blocking all of the noise, and the noise is, my daughter's not crying anymore, she's just babbling from time to time at night, and the babbling, like I don't need to hear the babbling, she's basically doing her own podcast, but I decided to gather a bunch of episodes, and I'm going to binge them all one day, wow, that's actually a idea, cool idea, I should put a microphone, and actually record her in the sleep, and one day I'll look back on the memories. Like I don't even want to listen to her now, but yeah, one day I'll listen to the memories. Anyway, so I have the sound blocked and I have the, um, I almost said video blocked, like we live in the Matrix. And I have uh, the the light blocked. Uh, one thing that's pucking me up is the reason why this bottle is not here. I'm recording the podcast late and I'm also drinking from the f- bottle. And of water. If you're a first time listener, I'm drinking water with every podcast. But then I feel this like pressure and I wake up every night just making the decision should I go to pee? Should I not go to pee? And you never want to get up from the bed, dude. No matter how hard it is, you're like, oh no, fuck it, I want to stay. So I've been doing that last night, but it's like it keeps me up. I haven't been wearing the aura to, you know, properly measure, but I have it in my car, the sleep pod, whatever it's called, the eight sleep fucking thing that's cost like 3K for the mattress, the cooling mattress. Let me switch back to Benji because I already, from Benji, because I already went on a tangent. Regarding this mattress, every tech person and their tech grandma has it. Um, For me, I would definitely have bought it even earlier. You know your boy, he likes shiny gadgety things. So if you don't know what this is, it's a mattress cover that you put on top of your mattress. In USA, you can also buy an entire mattress, but we already got, uh, we got a good mattress from, I think it's a UK brand called Emma. We got it a couple of years ago. So for now it's good. And I don't know what it would be like to sleep on a better mattress. And it's already, you know, good enough. So I don't want to change that. So I'm planning to get this mattress cover. The only question that I have is, I don't know where things are going to go with my daughter growing up. So she's currently going to be five months old soon. And like, I am a big fan. Like, I I don't know how my feelings are going to change. But from what I've read, I like sleep training. From all of my friends complaining like, hey, bro, You better get your child to sleep in a separate bed, in a separate room. Like they sleep with us and it's a trouble. So for a couple of years, you know, the kid has to sleep with you because that's the easiest for parents. I get it because you're like, oh, fuck it. This sleep training is too hard. Let the kid just sleep with us. So I'm not sure if we make that decision because the mattress cover, I didn't explain it because I'm a donut, basically separates the bed in two halves and then the two people in the bed can uh, choose the temperature. So you can choose, so why do I want this? I want to set the temperature to no matter what the room temperature is, I would like my side to be cooler because I read that you fall asleep better if the body temperature drops a couple of degrees, but you cannot cool off the entire room because the baby is there. So that's why I want the mattress and for a silent alarm. So basically without waking up anyone, like your um, mattress cover will vibrate. How do we, do we so live in the future, dude? Like, when I told this idea to my family, like, there's a couple of people in the room, like, everyone said, fuck that. Everyone said, like, no, no, shouldn't have any technology in the room. Like, that's bad. And all of the, you know, all of the, the waves and what, what is it called? Like, bad whatever. Uh, so, no no technology in the room. You shouldn't have that. I mean, it's different. That's a phone. And if that's in the room, it doesn't matter which technologies you it have in it. A mattress is bad because you sleep on it and your body will get... Whatever, whatever. Anyway, I'm going to get this thing. The problem is, like, I'm not sure if we're going to fall for the trap that is our baby sleeping with us eventually. Because right now, like, in the morning when I wake up, we will just put her in, uh, in the bed for, for just a while, but she's not sleeping. She's just moving around and stuff, and she's cute. But also, she's very distracted, you know? She doesn't look at me with puppy eyes and tell me, like... Daddy, can I sleep with you guys? I feel whatever. Because that sentence would just buy someone like me. I'm way too easy with that kind of shit. So for now, I'm strong. And I'm like, there's no way baby should sleep in a separate bed, in a separate room because sleep hygiene. And our room should be a bedroom because yada, yada, yada. All it takes for my daughter to grow up a little bit and just to be a little bit cute and ask me, can I sleep with you guys? I'm like, fine, fine. Fuck my mattress cover. You know, I'll sleep in. I know that I'll sleep bad. You cannot sleep good when there's a child between. like, We have this, I don't know what it's called super king size bed. Like it's already far enough that I need to text my wife if she's on the other side of the bed. I cannot just tap her. Like I need to text her. Hey, can you come to the middle of the bed? I miss you. So even though it's big enough, I know that if there's one more person in there, it's going to get too hot and uncomfortable. And I've seen um, night camera footage, like some parents upload those on YouTube. Like how did my night go with a toddler and whatever? And you just get a hand smacked on your face and whatever. And I don't think that I'll sleep comfortably. So I don't want to waste 3K basically on, on this mattress. And then, you know, it's going to last a couple of months, like one, two, three months, and then we decide the baby's going to sleep with us, and then basically it's for nothing because I won't be able to cool off my side. And I mean, my sleep will be a disaster anyway, so the mattress is not going to correct it. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Probably I'm still going to buy it because I'm a donut and I waste money for no fucking reason all the time, even if things are illogical. So that's the sleep. Let me know your thoughts. If you're a parent, like this is the question for you. Probably like you have questions for me. Actually, also a question for you. So question of the day is for parents or maybe relatives or someone that you know that has a kid. What is your experience with like sleep training where a kid's sleeping with you? How did it affect your sleep? Is it magical like in the fairy tale fairy tales and books where you know the three bears are sleeping all together and it's all like, oh my God, we're a family or is it a nightmare? So so far, what I heard from my friends, it's a nightmare. So I'm trying to be, you know, cautious about going forward with this anyway. Uh, We're gonna move on with Benji. Hydration, yesterday, today, all good. I'm drinking from that giant um, cup. I was watching some Tesla accessories video today and and one person on YouTube had a thing that you insert in the cup holders that makes it then like a larger cup holder. And then, uh, because I didn't take this bottle with me because I couldn't fit it in the car on the trip. But today I figured this out and dude, I got so freaking excited when I saw this, I'll be able to take this chunky boy with me on trips. All I needed was an adapter for the cup holder. I didn't know that those things exist. But I guess anytime I have a problem, I should just think like the Chinese have figured this out. This is probably on AliExpress. Go and, and find it. I, I I don't know why I didn't do that. Usually I find a lot of these lap hacks. Anyway, hydration fine. Fasting fine. I've been doing even longer fasts. Like stop I'm stopping with food around four uh four thirty p.m. and then I'm eating breakfast around ten to ten thirty p.m. So it's not a sixteen hour fast. I'm doing way longer fasts. Uh, then we have the weight. So yesterday, let me go to the weight here. Um, yesterday, like this after the trip. Uh, so this is before the trip. It's, it was 95.7. And now after the trip, I'm 95.6. So basically, I didn't do any damage after the trip, let's say. And now today, I'm 94.60, which I think is... Is that my lowest weight that I've been in a while? Holy shit. I think it is. Look at this. We have 97... Nah, No, it's not. Okay, but it's... It's close to the, yeah, it is the lowest weight basically. uh, 94.60 is the lowest weight. Hopefully tomorrow we go lower. But basically I didn't self-sabotage after the trip. The trip was a trip and I managed with the food and the weight and everything. So I'm happy about that. Um, We have the workouts and the uh, uh, walking. So yesterday I was supposed to do a walk on the treadmill. I just didn't do it for whatever reasons. And then at night, I'll just explain what happened at night, but I actually did my walk yesterday. Today, I did my workout. We're going to talk about it in the today part. And then let's go to meals and let's see. As I said, I thankfully, I didn't fall into a trap. I think the podcast has a huge influence on me that I didn't want to let you guys down. And I totally forgot to log my meals for yesterday, but I will. And it was 100% clean. I didn't cheat at all. I didn't even have nuts because I said I don't want that as part of my diet today today. Also, you can pause and read all of this, like also eating super clean and super green and everything is healthy and also aligned with my goals. So I'm glad about that. Now, the pomodoros are a separate topic, right? We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about the pomodoros. Today, I have one pomodoro which lasted for two hours. I'll explain. And yesterday, I don't, I don't even, we don't have a page for pomodoros. I cannot go and explore these pomodoros to see for yesterday. But I think I also worked around two, two and a half hours, something like that. And then the funny thing is someone on Twitter DMs me um, Because I've been ranting and I'm literally giving you my unfiltered thoughts. I'm not cutting any pieces that I don't want you to see. We don't do that, right? I'm 100% honest with you guys. So people now feel free, you know, to text me with diagnosis. I got a couple of fucking people who messaged me, what do they think is wrong with me? And I find it hilarious. Like, I don't agree with any of them. And it's good to have different opinions. So one guy was like, hey, bro, you're going going through, uh, through burnout. And my first thought is like, Have you seen the hours of my Pomodoros? There's no burnout, a burnout happened to me in the past and I could recognize it because I was working 15 hours per day. Now I'm working 2 and I'm gonna feel like a queen being like Oh my god, today was too much, I worked out, then I was in a sauna for 15 minutes, and then I took a break doing god knows what, and then I worked for like 2 Pomodoros while browsing Twitter in between. I'm so burned out, I'm not burned out, I have like shit ton of projects I'm working on and I can't wait to get rid of that motherfucking course from my life and I had two tasks called announce a course about streaming and video conferencing and stuff because I have a bunch of hacks that I can teach people like how to do online workshops and how to do, you know, a lot of people are interested in streaming and developers, but as developers, but they don't know where to start. So I had a task like announce a course about this, deleted it today and I had another course which might happen in the future, but right now I'm too burned out on courses, not burned out in that sense. I just don't like the idea of doing a course. So just taking a break won't make the course easier when I come back because I took a holiday break and nothing was easier after I came back from the holiday break. So I had another course for, I already have a lot of material on React Basics and React Advanced and I wanted to package that into a course. I have a unique and catchy name for it. I'm not gonna tell it now because some is going to buy the domain. Uh, or we need to sign the Balkan NDA where if you, if you do something, I'm gonna beat your ass. So that's how the Balkan NDA works. You don't need to sign anything. You just verbally agree to the Balkan NDA. So what was I saying? Yeah, I deleted those two tasks because I don't want to announce a new course and I don't want a new course. And dude, when I think of the days when I wake up and I don't have the pressure of people like, oh, what happened to the course? I, I'm in heaven. Like I can't wait to just code. I miss coding, streaming. MJ is working on uh, figuring out an internet provider. Soon there's going to be fiber optic in this place. We're going to go back to streaming. Fuck burnout, baby. We're plowing through this shit. So yeah, that was Pomodoros. And now let's look at the habits for yesterday and today. And I realized that the Benji review takes a lot of um, the chunks, uh, a lot of time from this podcast. So let me know in the comments, maybe, if you already didn't answer the previous question. If you're not a parent, you can let me know if you like the Benji segment and me going through my habits and everything, or you find it boring or annoying. At the end of the day, I'll do whatever the fuck I want, but I still want your uh, opinion. So this is a perfect time to answer the question of the day. Someone asked me, uh, how did you get into a habit of checking your habits? And that's a tricky one. Because even though I built this freaking app, you would think that that will make you check your habits. Even though I build all of these features, like, hey, let's group them into lists. Hey, let's group them into whatever cute ways to display your habits. Like if you decide not to check your habits, you're not going to check your habits. So trick number one is, is I tricked myself into using this home widget in Benji, where I already use it for like my planner and my, my other things like tasks and events and Routines and Pomodoro's and everything else. So while I look at these habits, like I just go and click them here. If I had a separate app for habits that I need to check and open, I had that in the past. I wasn't opening that much. So that's number one that I have it as part of my like life OS. Let's call it that. I'm using this app which has everything, including my habits. So that's number one. And number two is this podcast, literally, because d- before this podcast, I wouldn't care if if I didn't check some things for the day. I would be like, oh, whatever, we'll do it tomorrow. But now, before I go. Live before I start streaming, I'm like, okay, let me check everything today so I can show it on the podcast. So I guess start your start a podcast and start using Benji. I don't know. That would be my advice. I'm glad I answered that question. So yesterday was uh, Wednesday. No, yesterday was what the fuck was yesterday? Tuesday was. Yeah. All right. So bunch of reds in the morning. However, I got better with the, um, you know, I like the, I skip I pressed skipped on sunlight and walked Benji because there's no fucking sunlight. Yesterday was pouring rain in Poland. Today it was snowy as a motherfucker. So yeah, definitely uh, when I saw that rain, like I can go when there's some amount of rain, but I don't wanna go, I don't wanna take my dog through it because I'll even open the door and he's excited to go out and he'll just stop. You know, he'll be like, "Now nah, fuck this shit. So I don't wanna take him and be like, no, gotta go out. I gotta check my habits. So I didn't give a fuck for that. Planking and hanging on a bar are just not part of my workout routine. So I've mentioned this multiple times. You can list 55 habits. If you don't group them into a routine, and then you get into a habit of doing everything on that routine. These are not going to happen. Uh, for cold shower, I just didn't feel like it. I felt very like a queen. And I was like, I don't like it. So I just didn't do it. Um, did my fasting, eating lunch mindfully, uh, drinking green tea, eating breakfast mindfully. These are huge for me. Like what I a system that I have in mind for Benji is like, um, what the fuck? I think my do not disturb was properly not on. Okay, now it's on. Um, a system that I have is um, basically tagging, selecting for each habit how hard it is and how big of an impact it has on your life or how important it is to you. And based on that, it will give you certain points because it doesn't matter if you didn't do, I don't know, cleaning face and moisturizing. If eating mindfully will bring you a lot of results right now or it's connected to a goal. And if you do that, I want it to be like uh, represented visually in a different way because you did the important things and you don't Basically, I need to find a way to not see all these reds in my face because the not reds are more important habits, according to me. So anyway, we don't, we don't talk about the night routine, right? I'm only doing magnesium, but eventually we'll get to it. Like if I keep doing this for 100 episodes, we're going to get there. So I don't have protein, ironically. Like I'm a lot of like probably two weeks without protein in my house. And I went to the mall. I couldn't find the one that I want. I need to order it online. I hate ordering certain things online. So MJ tried to order it. They blocked his account because he's ordering from another... Uh, continent literally so yeah everything else no coffee no alcohol no bread no soda no juice no fast no no no, no fast food not no fast everything has been going great um, yesterday yeah, I was supposed to make up for not working out on Monday but I didn't uh, and I made up for it today so let's look at today's habits Jesus Christ I have the podcast gone just me talking about my habits and shit again the morning routine not so good but I did the stretching and I did the cold shower a hack that I figured out I don't know why I have a screwdriver here I'm going to move it away because I'm fidgeting with things, literally have a fidget spinner on my desk, but I chose to play with, with a screwdriver because screw it. <laughs> uh, a hack, like today, I did my workup, I did uh, the sauna, but I didn't feel sweaty enough or warm enough to do a cold shower. So I did the queen thing again. I was like, I don't feel like it, right? And I um, I went to into um, a warm shower and I opened Spotify and it, it was lagging. It didn't want to switch the views. And the last thing that I had open was melon Now, do I love one song from Coco Melon? It's called Catch a Falling Star. If you're a parent, listen to this. If you're not a parent, listen to this. I played it in the car. Today, I played it in the shower 15 times. And my wife just texted me, are you freaking listening to Coco Melon? And I'm not ashamed of it, dude. And somehow got into the mood. You know, that song gets you in the mood, you know. And I was like, fuck a hot shower. As soon as I finished, you know, I'm like, I'm going to do cold shower. I didn't like, you know, I was already washed. I was ready to leave. But I just turned on the cold water and I just stayed in the cold water for a while. So I'm like, this qualifies. And it's honestly easier than doing everything. like Washing your hair, washing your face, washing your body with cold water. Like that shit is harder. So I think I'm going to try this technique where I do all the washing basically with warm water and then I just turn on the cold water and I dance to Cocoa melon songs. Like either I'm going to be the new hot productivity expert in town and write a book on this shit or I'm coco cool, you. <laughs> like chapter three, uh, listen to Kokomelon. It helps you with cold showers. Buy my book for $9.99. I think eventually if I do enough podcasts, like I can get Chat GPT, like everything, everything that I mentioned is hacks as whatever. To group it into like chapters and shit. I might as well buy a book someday. Yeah. Buy a book, idiot. Write a book. This is like very similar to me wanting to do a course. No, you're not going to write a book. You're going to finish this course. And from now on, you only do coding. You don't So let's see the rest of the habits. Um, eating mindfully. That was good. Hanging on a bar. Didn't do that. As I said, walking Benji and shit is too cold outside. Um, four hours of coding. I'm not coding at all right now. That's sad. Everything else is is great, except I decided, uh, especially when the weather is this shitty and I do a workout like I did a full-ass one-hour workout strength training today, I that would be my time for walking 10,000 steps, and there's no other time for me to finish these 10,000 steps. So I said, it's fine if one day I do 10,000 steps and the other day I do a full one-hour strength training. I don't have to do both of them in one day. So that's it. All right, Jesus, that was a long fucking review. I guess I would have to put chapters. Um, Yeah, so let me tell you about what happened yesterday. Why wasn't I doing Pomodoro's yesterday? You can guess it. The Kitsub Bingo is full speed for yesterday. Like you can already cross off most of your things on a Kitsub Bingo. So first thing in the morning that I had to do, like I started, had a meeting with MJ, I think, and a couple of small things. And then I'm like, oh, it's time to go to the fucking groomer. So I take my dog to the groomer. But I won the battle. Usually when I would go to the groomer, I would stop back at this bakery and eat this gorgeous, delicious freaking egg sandwich. Sometimes I would eat two. I would stay in my car, play some Netflix or whatever while eating these two sandwiches. While you can see the employees looking at your car from the window, like all of your face and beard is made with eggs and shit. Don't give a crap. The sandwich is that good. But I won the battle yesterday. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to go on a downward spiral. I have the podcast now. I'm not going to let them down. I'm going to eat clean. So I went back home like a person. And then you were like, probably kids, after that, you were productive. Fuck no. So I had to take, like, I had a very short window for taking my dog from the groomer. So I don't know what I did there. Probably some just some personal stuff. And then I had to take my dog from the groomer. And guess what happened after that? What are my top three life activities? The dentist and the mall and the bubble tea. It happened. I had to go to the dentist for appointment. The last three appointments, do two more and I'm done. Meaning I'm never going to a dentist again. I don't care if my... Teeth fall apart. Never going to the dentist ever in my life. So I went there. And you know, uh, they were doing some procedure for like basically taking an imprint. Uh, like they were doing a bunch of things. One of them was like filling your mouth with foam. And putting uh, like, a, I don't know how to explain it, Like a plastic fucking moldy thing. And you need to hold it in your mouth. It's literally the most uncomfortable thing. Like holding that giant fucking foam thing. And you know, it's a dentist. So they'll ask you like, so how is school? How is work? And you're like, it's drowning. So that thing was super uncomfortable. The worst part is it gets like, uh, it goes from like moldy structure, it goes to like super hard because that that's the way they see the structure of your teeth. And then a lot of the things are just stuck on your beard. So now this fucking donut of a doctor starts pulling them out, but she doesn't get it that she rips off my beard. And I go, ow, you know, I give her the ow look and she, she just continues. And I'm like, ah, oh, let, let, let just me do it. And I'm like, oh my God, is this what it feels like? to wa-? I've never waxed in my life ever. Like I've shaved, of course, you know, like trying some body hair and whatever, but shaving is just normal. Like my wife got this machine. I don't know what what is a machine. Like she she bought a tractor. Like this little device, which actually like rolls and it actually does, like it plucks the the freaking hairs from your body. She's like, do you want to try it? And I'm like, no, thank you. I don't want to see what this feels like. And I felt that from this freaking doctor who is just rip off half of my beard. I swear to God, when I came home, like had these bits of like blood and shit here. Or maybe it was from the bubble tea. I'm not sure. I want to believe in my story. I'm the fucking victim and bad things happen and I have blood from the fucking dentist. I want to fucking believe that. Anyway, that was fucking super painful. I felt what waxing is like. Women, you are fucking superheroes. Maybe I mentioned this. Maybe I'm going to do a separate episode uh, on this, uh, maybe a longer episode explaining, you know, childbirth and shit, because definitely people want to listen to that on a productivity podcast. This is not a productivity podcast. First of all, this is me ranting about whatever the fuck I want for 30 or 40 or one hour. So if I want to make a one hour episode about my wife's birth, I will. But anyway, when I saw her that day, giving birth, like everything that a woman endures to do that, I'm like, most guys would die at the entrance of the hospital. We'd be like, "Ow, oh, this hurts. Like, fuck it, you know, like just seeing her go through that and waxing superheroes for me whatever never want to do that again so before that thing happened in my mind I was like oh fuck like because MJ was something like haha envy you're gonna get bubble tea today and you know in my mind I was like y- you don't know my life it doesn't mean that if I go to a dentist I'm gonna get bubble tea later and you know I was so stubborn in my mind I'm like how oh, people think that just because they listen to my podcast they know what I'm gonna do I'm not gonna get bubble tea and as soon as that freaking thing hurt I'm like I'm so gonna get bubble and I did Fucking went to the mall to get fucking bubble tea like a donut that I am. Now, you might have another question on your bingo card. Did you get a parking ticket when you parked at the dentist? I told you I was back, uh, I was parking behind the building to to not to not pay because it's like residence only. I put on my resident hat. Your boy's a resident. I don't pay for parking. Um, but today I figured out, oh, fuck it. It's raining. I'm going to park in front of the dentist. And I parked next to the parking machine and I see that they have an app. And I'm like... If this was done with an app, like, the problem is not money. The problem is going to these ancient machines that you have to figure out. They have a big-ass keyboard on them. It's not even a physical screen. They have this old type of screen and you need to figure out for 15 minutes how to pay parking for your car. Do you know if it was instant or if there was like, a gate? Like, I would never have problem with paying for, like, four fucking zlotys, like, one euro for parking. Who, who gives a shit? But uh, the fact that I need to bother with this, that, and when I saw the app, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll just, I'm late. No, I was actually on time, but I'm like, It wouldn't be me if I'm not late at the dentist. So fuck him. I'm going to be late for five minutes. I installed this app. I set up everything. I go into it. I'm like, choose parking, blah, blah, blah. And the screen looks like I actually chose parking. And I chose... I I started a parking. But then I realized as I left the dentist, like I opened the app and I'm like, let me finish my parking. And they they have a button saying, choose whatever and press start parking. So I figured out that even though I had one payment method, one card, you had to go in, choose payment method, Choose it and click save and then it goes green and the big button is called start parking. And I'm going to know that for next time because yes, I got another fucking parking ticket. I'm so tired, dude. If for one more week I go to the mall and get a parking ticket and get bubble tea, fuck this, fuck this. I'm so tired. At least I'm going to skip it in the podcast. I'm going to tell you, hey, I did the usual and you guys will know what, what, what was the fucking usual. Oh, yeah. What else happened yesterday? Edu, one of the contractors that was working on Benji, started working on Benji again, and I'm super excited for that. We had a call. We cleaned up our board of tasks. I gave him priorities of which things to work on. I'm super happy because it feels nice today. I was in the middle of my shit, but I get Slack notifications that Edu fixed this, Edu finished that, and it's freaking amazing. Like I wish, I really wish I magically had many people across many projects, and they're magically working stuff without me doing anything. Dude, I'm sipping bubble tea, right? But I wish I wake up to a Slack full of people, all of them working on different projects. It would be fucking amazing. Like getting shit done. So it feels nice. do welcome back. Um, what else do we have? Full day of chores for almost two hours. Yes, that's what I did yesterday. Always questioning when the fuck is going to end. It's never going to end. But I'm happy that uh, you remember this number here on the left. It was usually 33 to-dos or whatever. Yesterday it was four. Today it's eight. But I'm getting back into doing tasks after work then i spent some time with my daughter love her the most in the world like it's literally my favorite activity in the day dude everything sucks i missed her as you can see grumpy grumperson dude when you see that tiny face just smiling at you like everything freaking disappears i love her so much and i love spending time with her and then like my wife took her you know to uh, to put her to sleep and i was about to walk because my steps were not done so i see outside it's like you see all the trees shaking and um, you you see this fucking annoying wind and freaking annoying rain that I've been mentioning. It's not rain, it's just like it's going to annoy you. And then I had the other option, go on the treadmill and play a show. I'm like, you're done with your whatever work you've done, whatever for the day, let's play a show. So I go through my mind of like being here on the treadmill and I'm choosing shows. And I'm like, I might watch Scrubs or something from Marvel or something this or something like that. And and coding overloaded. Shut up, OBS, you don't know my life. Um, and I just didn't like to watch a show and be stuck inside. After an entire day inside, I was like, fuck it, I'm going in the wind. I'm going in that rain. I put on a jacket. I was wet as a motherfucker. Wet. So Russian when I pronounce words. Uh, I was wet as fuck when I came back home. But I I, I I, like it more. And I honestly hate this treadmill at this point. I, 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 I don't know. I would never choose this voluntarily. Maybe in the mornings. Let's see tomorrow what will happen. But I'm even contemplating. I'm thinking, should I do six hours of strength training, six hours, Jesus Christ, I'm so tired, it's 10 p.m., shut up, Uh, six days to split my strength trainings and to do like the same routine every day, 15-minute warm-up on the stepper, then do a 45-minute strength training to basically hit all of the muscles, some of them twice per week, instead of doing the walking. And then the walking would be me walking my dog in the morning for 15 minutes and me walking my dog in the evening for 15 minutes, and then just more walking maybe on the weekends. But that would be it. I'm thinking of this because I really don't like walking on this freaking treadmill. Anyway, so I went out, I walked in the rain. I felt amazing because the fresh air with the fresh rain and the fresh wind, like it freshens you the fuck up. God, I hate living in a place like this. I constantly Google Barcelona weather, uh, Croatia weather, even Macedonia weather. You know, the person who doesn't want to go back and live there ever. Like I'm looking at the weather and I'm talking to my mom and she's like, have you seen the weather in Macedonia? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but that's not good in winter. And my mom is like, are we lying to ourselves? Are we losing our minds here in this fucking greyness that we're saying that, ah, no, 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 that brings diseases and the flus and whatever. Like, you don't want warm weather in the winter. It's a lie. I want warm weather in the winter. Anyway, so let's jump to the, oh yeah, basically I missed the, the 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 most important part yesterday. So every I finish with the walk and I see it's late and I'm like, oh fuck, I have to record this podcast. And I sit here, turn on everything, set up the lights, go through my script, boom, darkness. Then I'm like, oh, fuck, what the fuck is it now? And I immediately panic because I know my wife is upstairs with the baby. And I'm like, holy shit, I thought the entire house. Um, first thought, dude, honestly, first thought, burglars. That's it. Like, that's that's the first thing that I would do if I was a burglar. Like, disarm them. Usually, I would check my cameras. Which cameras, motherfucker? You don't have electricity right now. I don't. Sometimes, I don't even keep my phone around me. A lot of times in the day, my phone is just somewhere. And thankfully, I had it for flashlight because how the fuck would I go upstairs? Anyway, I go upstairs. I see everything is fine. It's just on the floor. So I try going, I I go in the circuit breaker and I start playing with the, you know, switches. And I see, you know, it it was random and whatever. It was like 10 p.m. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'll just figure out. I text MJ, find an electrician um, for the morning. And I was like, I'm going to record the podcast in the morning because I cannot deal with this shit right now. The entire floor is out of electricity. I go to sleep. I wake up this morning and I try to figure it out before the electrician comes because these electricians don't magically appear, right? So I try to figure it out. I play with with the circuits, with the switches. And I figure out that everything works except my office. So the only thing that doesn't work, the only thing I cannot switch is my office now. Is that a sign? Is that a sign that I should take a break? But a break from what? I don't fucking know. I didn't want to see it as a sign. I'm like, I'll be stubborn. I don't want, like dude, I so don't want to take off. It's not day off, it's not even funny. So in the morning, before actually dealing with the electricity and shit, I just felt so, I I realized that the only state for me to be relaxed is to be physically and literally impossible for me to be on a computer. Then I just felt this sense of like, oh, I don't care if it's 10 a.m. I, My computer cannot be plugged in. I cannot work because my laptop, I mentioned I'm using cold turkey blockers, so it cannot be accessed until 6 p.m. So I'm like, I only have my phone and I literally cannot do my work. And then a second thought comes is like, Yeah, but you can organize your office, you can organize things, you can have an entire day of chores. And I'm like, motherfucker, can I have a day of rest maybe and doing nothing? No, you can't. So I was like, okay, I'll take this workout, I'll do this workout. I absolutely killed this workout. Why? Because I wasn't just using this CoPilot app. I was just doing it by myself. Heavy disco workout. Pull-ups, push-ups, chest press, bicep curls, tricep whatever, extensions. Couple more things. Felt amazing. Because usually I open CoPilot and the exercise is like... Now it's for triceps, but you take the thing and you wrap it around. Like, fuck off. Like, I don't want to use do all of those hipster things. So at this point, I'm really thinking just use ChatGPT. Generate a very simple workout program. Follow it every week and Don't even bother with the trainer or whatever. Just do the same five, like, main exercises. Pull-ups, push-ups, chest, press, whatever. A couple more things. Anyway, killed the workout. I feel, uh, felt amazing. Played Cocoa melon in the shower. Had a cold shower. And afterwards, you know, I, I, I had my... My normal breakfast, and then I'm like, time for the oatmeal breakfast, time for the second thing. I'm gonna watch some TV, and I cannot even finish the thing. I'm like, work, 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 work. You gotta go, you gotta go fix the thing. Because I had a meeting at 1 p.m., and I'm like, I gotta go fix the fucking thing. So I called my father in law, and I'm like, Do you have any, any idea what could be this? And he's like, Oh, it can be because he's an electrician. And he's like, It can be many freaking things. I don't know how to help you try this, try that. And the best idea he gave me is, like, Why don't you temporarily take a long extension cord and plug in your desk and computer and everything into the other room. And I'm like, because secretly I don't want to work because I have to face the course and I don't want to record the course. So that's why, but thank you for the genius. Sometimes he has genius ideas that I absolutely hate. Like I've been going to my attic, which is like on top of the house naturally, right? So stupid. And me and my dad have been working there in the darkness. Like it's completely dark and we've been kneeling because there's not enough space to stand up. So that's where the router and the internet and a bunch of other cables are. So me and my dad have been doing that. And my father-in-law visits for a while, and I'm up there, and he climbs the stairs, you know, and I'm up there. I, I use his headlamp, like a lamp that I put on my head, and I also have another lamp that I put in my mouth. So I'm like, you know, like a fucking survivor in one of those caves. Um, and my father-in-law just comes up the stairs. And he's like, oh, nice attic. Why don't you put a light here? <laughs> Dude, I wanted to jump from the attic, like, like take a couple of tiles from the roof. And you'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? Go! Oh, I'll just jump. And if I survive, then I'll put the light because I'm a donut. I lived in this house for four, five, four, four, four. four. That's a new number. It's it's German for between four and five. So I lived in this, in this house for almost half a year and it didn't occur to me, don't stand in the dark. And I, I realized I can also order a small chair. So now it's super cozy in the attic. You need to work on your router or whatever. You can sit down, you can tell Siri to, to, to turn on the freaking light. It's freaking amazing. Anyway, why didn't I mention the attic? Jesus Christ. I don't know what was I talking about to mention. I have to pause to think about it. Got it. My father-in-law actually gave me the idea. And sometimes I hate when ideas are obvious. Like instead of, I could have recorded this podcast yesterday if I just plugged in an electricity cable in the other room. But it was 10 p.m. It's now 10.30 p.m. I should be sleeping. I should, we should wrap this up soon. So yeah, I did that. And then I had the, um, what else? I I just wanted to, to mention a couple of more things Here. I watched Dave Chappelle's special. Yeah, I got uh, I so many things you to talk about. I don't wanna I don't want when I'm merging two days into one because I'm talking too fast. Someone commented, hey, you don't need to talk too fast, but my answer is you don't know my grandma. Hey, have you had a call with my grandma? Hey, do you know my genes? If you don't, shut up. Because if you know my grandma, you'll be like, Oh, 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 I get it now. We talk too much. We talk at 2x speed. Secretly, Italians in our family, right? I haven't asked my grandma. She told me she lived in, in Poland. Have I seen pictures of her in Poland? No. Uh, Anyway, um, I re-gifted myself back the gift that I gave to my wife, which is the iPad Pro. So I did this test. I asked her so many times, hey, you're not using this. Can I please have the iPad back? I need an entertainment device in my life so I can block everything on my computer. I can block everything on my laptop. And then the iPad will have your passcode and your restrictions. So I have 30 minutes of entertainment per day. And I want it as my entertainment device, which was mine. It was my iPad. At some point, I was lazy for some, I don't know, some... Occasion, and I was like, I have a gift, it's the iPad. <laughs> and then I missed it, you know, for a while because I really wasn't using it, but now I wanted it back. So I was begging for for a while, and she was like, No, 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 sometimes I use it. So I did this test, I took the iPad and I put it in the basement for a while. One month went by, she didn't touch the iPad. And I'm like, I have proof, she's not using this. And she was like, Jesus Christ, fine, take the freaking iPad. And I'm like, Yes, more time to procrastinate. So this morning, I got the iPad, I formatted it, but it doesn't have screen time restrictions for my wife. So the other half in me, is grinning right now because it's going to take so long for me to convince myself that, hey, that device needs to be limited. So I wake up. Instead of being mindful and doing one hour of no whatever, immediately turn on Netflix, even before I formatted it, from her account. And I'm like, fuck it. I watched Dave Chappelle's special. So I watched it. 40 minutes probably in. And I laughed. Honestly, not kidding. Out loud, maybe two times. Internally, I was just like, hmm, from time to time, it's not funny anymore. People call him the goat of stand-up comedy. Fuck off. Absolutely, 100%. Not, so probably I'll finish it. I added more stand-up specials on my list. I'll tell you if I watch a good one. But anyway, the, the breakfast that I wanted to mention, it just blows my mind. Like for breakfast today, we had like sunny um, side up eggs with veggies, like um peppers and avocado, and then some cottage cheese on the side and smoked salmon and whatever. And when you look at that meal, dude, all of these rainbow colors, and it looks so colorful. I don't know how people would choose, honestly. Like I can eat garbage for some portion over the time. I can be like, hey, I would like to eat, oh fucking know, some pastry or whatever Some for some portion of the time. But if you put these two things in front of me and I need to choose the shitty pastry with yogurt or whatever, and then I have this, I would 100% of the time choose this. I think I mentioned in a previous episode that, but I think that, that if everyone had healthy food like this in the fridge, when they open the fridge, everyone would be eating healthy. But maybe I'm lying to myself and maybe because I think that way, a lot of people would always choose the pastry or the other thing or Nutella or whatever the fuck. It's weird to me. Anyway. Thoughts in in the comments, please. Uh, yeah, so then I had an amazing freaking meeting. You know how I hate meetings. You know how I don't like meeting with people. I didn't even have a link to, to meet with me. almost died from coughing um, for the longest time. But now when I have the link, people are booking meetings with me, whatever. And I I was supposed to have a 30 meeting, 30 meeting. I was supposed to have 30 meetings today. I was supposed to have a 30-minute meeting with this woman who is a copywriter, Um SEO optimizer, growth hacker, all of these terms. Uh, And she messaged me after she read the article that goes viral every year on Hacker News. GitHub stars won't pay your rent. If you haven't seen that article, go to kit.io slash posts, and then you can read it. It's a long read, like 34 minutes. But there's a reason why it goes viral. So it's the entire story about me building CZ, yada, yada, yada. And she liked it. And she had a really, like, usually I ignore all of the emails, but her email was really nice. Because she mentioned, you know, I read your article. I like your journey, yada, yada, yada. And then I click on a CV. And it's the thing that I love the most. It was a one-page, concise, just no bullshit CV. Dude, when someone sends a CV and it's 14 pages, I'm like, hey, sorry, this doesn't start with once upon a time. Hey, this doesn't have an intro where you say, to my beloved daughter or to my wife, this wouldn't have been possible without my wife because it's a book, right? Hey, this doesn't say a number on it, like seven, because it's part of a series, right? You wrote a 14-page CV, would a fuck is going to read that, you told So when I saw this one-page CV and it explained everything about her and the email was short, concise, and it mentioned why she wants to work for for me and with me and whatever, I ignored this email for four months, but it didn't end up in trash. So I ignored this email for a couple of months, but now with MG, we got to cleaning up the emails and I'm like, Nah, let's not delete this one. Let's schedule a meeting. So it was supposed to be 30 minutes. We ended up talking for an hour or two hours. Around two hours, dude, around two hours of this meeting. It was freaking amazing. Um, We're gonna start collaborating together. Uh, We started talking about one thing, but we ended up talking about all of my products. So at some point, I swear to God, this felt a little bit like therapy, like when we started, we started talking. And like she had a notebook because she was writing things down. It's like, so tell me more about CZ and you know your boy. I start venting and it's been so hard. And without a developer, there's no one on my team. And wife got maternity leave and she would be like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and she would just look to the side and write something to the notebook. So if you want to know what therapy is like, it's exactly like that. And they just charge you a lot of money in the end. And they'll give you a little bit of advice. But most of the time, like the trick, the good therapist is, they let you talk instead of them talking. So they'll just nod and they'll just insert a question every once in a while just to fuel you talking further. And then you don't stop talking and they just write some shit down. So this felt a little bit like that. I'm like, is she tricking? Did I? I'm like, was this, did I get my calendar confused? Is this a therapist or is it, you know, but it felt, you know, we talked about many of my products and yada, yada, yada. And after a lot of talking about Siszy, we decided Sizi is too complex of a problem to solve with a copywriter and an SEO expert and whatever because Sizi already has a lot of people signing up. Like it blows my mind that daily, we have, I don't know, 12 to 15 people putting down their credit card, even though it doesn't charge them. They need to enter their credit card to start a trial every day. So what CZ lacks at is we don't uh, we don't properly convert people who have tried the product because we don't send marketing emails. We don't nudge people. We don't have a help center that's up to date. We don't have in-app tutorials and tips that would nudge the people. We don't have any Twitter initiative where we constantly remind people of how to... We don't have shit, basically. So I'm like... If I pay you, and she was expensive, if I pay you this much money, like the end result is going to be, yes, more people starting a trial, but not realistically converting to a paid customer. So we agree just to test and to start collaborating together, to start with zero to shift, to start optimizing the page for the course, because as I mentioned, when I finish this course, I'm gonna squeeze the motherfucker out of it. This course is going to make money. It's going to make millions. I'm pretty sure in that. I just need... To go, I need to finish it first. Let's start there. Then I need to properly do the landing page. Maybe even going to hire a designer. I have a meeting with a designer soon. Uh, I found someone who's good at landing pages here from Poland. Maybe even do a new landing page. Uh, The person I met with today is going to do the copywriting and basically fix the entire um, position of the course. Like, what do you gain if you get my course? So that's exciting. Like, things are rolling. We have MJ working on the side. We have Edu who started on Benji again. Um, we will see what happened with Pranit and fixing the sissy bugs. This copywriter is going to help me with, you know, um, the copy and how we phrase things on on these landing pages. The landing page designer will see if so far I've seen her landing pages and they're freaking amazing. So if if we come to an agreement, I would like her to redesign literally every single landing page. And the final thing would be a developer who will work. And I'm going to say it, fuck it, and people are going to hate me for it. We're going to probably do the landing pages with Tailwind. Or Framer. Those are going to be my two top contenders. I like Framer landing pages because they're very animation heavy and I like what magic people can do with Framer but on the other hand like the stack that I was using I wouldn't use it again especially meant I don't want to go too much into development shit but one of my UI libraries that I was using went in a direction that I don't like and I think if you use Tailwind for landing pages the benefit is it's not an app so you don't need all of those elements from the UI library because it's a landing page you can reuse also other landing page designs and whatever. So I think, a- anyway, the tech doesn't matter. Things are going to get revamped soon. Uh, she mentioned a tool that I haven't seen before called Post Hog, and she praised it a lot as an alternative to Google Analytics and Panels and, and uh, Panel and all of these things. So I'm going to look into that. Um, couple, couple of things that I liked, like we were talking about good landing pages, bad landing pages, we were showing examples. And I was like, can I ask you for a... Uh, she was like, what is your... Uh, competition when it comes to course no no what, what who is someone here that, that does full stack courses like that's similar to you and whatever and i just gave her a link from a popular course you know and like she the first thought and i'm like this is an amazing page and she's like this design is garbage and i'm like oh sh- oh shit like you would get canceled on twitter dude i was this close of starting a show with her called roast your landing page like even though i said a couple of Podcast ago, I was like, I don't want to roast other people's shit. Like, I realized that like, this will attract so many people if I start something like, you know, you, but you voluntarily send your landing page. And then I pull it apart. But doing that with a copywriter who knows about the copy and all that shit, like, it was freaking amazing. And I felt, you know, like, well, this, this shouldn't go on Twitter. I'm not, not going to mention which course it was. You guys guess. But I'm like, wow, I always looked at that website. It's beautiful. But when you dive into it and you see the graphics and everything, it's not that, you know, and I mean, it made me happy internally. Uh, Or maybe she was, you know, just trying to be like, hey, your website is great, the other websites suck. Um, Then I asked her, like, what do you think about that website that I roasted on Twitter, the one that I made a reaction video and design Twitter almost canceled me for like, oh my God, you're too harsh. She agreed with me at the end of the day. Like, this is a design that's way too busy. There are way too many things to play with. They mean nothing, like the graphics and the titles and the descriptions, like none of it makes any sense and none of it like sells the product or tells you what the product is. And it took her a while just scrolling up and down. Basically, she did a very similar thing as I did. Like, played with the website. And she's like, what the fuck does this do? And she scrolls up. It's like something SEO. And she's like, oh my god, this so doesn't look like a website for SEO and whatever. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Design tweeter. Like, shut the fuck up. When I said those type of landing pages suck, people... Design Twitter was like, oh, no, but it's good on my portfolio. Anyway, let's not go back into that. I'm just glad that people, like she has experience in this regard and she agreed with me. Like she's not some troll from Twitter. She's actually a professional when it comes to copy and landing pages and whatever. She gave me more examples of landing pages that worked, and all of them looked simple, clean, not a lot of gradient, crazy animations, crazy shit going on, but actually, well, she mentioned a web, uh, um, landing page that was that cost 500k. And I don't believe that price. But she said, I know the design agency who did this. Trust me that that's the price. And it looks so simple. And you as a developer would be like, oh, bro, this is too simple. But we mentioned the thing a couple of podcasts ago. Good design is when you cannot take anything away from it. Not when you add all of those like graphics of a uh, like a volcano and it falls over the text and whatever. Like That's just a designer flexing. But this design was so simple. And you can just read through it and you know, aha, I know what this product is about. So that's a good design of a landing page. I like... Um, I liked all uh, two two things that you mentioned, so I would like to hear you guys' opinions uh, about them. Like we had an issue with Cici calling it the browser for developers because when people uh, see the browser and they're like, "Oh my god, this is paid! I don't want to pay for a browser," you immediately lose them, right? Uh, we tried another tagline, but then you lose that power of like weird D thing for developers. And I was brainstorming this with her, and she came up with an amazing fucking tagline. Which honestly, asked her, okay, so how much does this cost right now? Because this is fire. Um, because I had a problem, like after I gave my conference talk, someone came to me and he was like, huh, you're not even using your own browser. And I'm like, yeah, I'm using Arc for browsing and I'm using SISI for development because we made SISI. So when you go to localhost 3000 or 3001 or whatever, you, we want all of your web development projects to be organized and you use it in SISI. But when you're done with development, you go back to your regular browser, use whatever you want for, for shopping on Amazon or watching informative videos on this site, something, I don't, I don't know. Dude, use whatever browser you want. So she was like, why don't you change the tagline? It's a simple change, but it doesn't mean for developers. But why don't you call it the browser or the super browser, just not to use the word browser because it triggers people. The super browser for front-end development. And I just stood there with my jaw, like in the cartoons. Like, I I tell this to my wife and she was like, oh my fucking God, this is so genius. How come none of us ever suggested this throughout the years we worked on CZ? No one said to change the tagline for front-end development. Meaning... You use it when you're doing front-end development. Oh donuts. God, like what I hate about my products is like, I just want people to get them, man. Like, I don't want to explain them. I want people to start using it and be like, oh, I get it. Fucking landing pages and copywriting and anything and, and, and everything. I hate all of that shit. So then problem number two, I know this is long, but we're cramming two episodes together. So fuck it if it's one hour. Problem number two. Oh, and I need to upload this now. Jesus Christ, this is going to take a while. Uh, problem number two was, uh, a lot of people still confuse Sizzy that the main selling point of it is responsive design. And it's absolutely not like it started as a browser for responsive design, but it didn't stay a browser for responsive design. Like we have projects and session manager and API inspector and overriding headers and a lot of tools to play with CSS and play with styling and designer mode and photo studio mode and like a billion features. So it's not only responsive design. So she was like, Why don't you in the first section where you explain what is this for? The first tagline should be more than responsive design. And then you explain that it's for responsive design, but it does more than that. And I just stood there mad at myself. How come I didn't come up with these taglines, dude? More than responsive design. It says that this is the best for responsive design, but it's also way more than that. And it made me piss. And I'm like, how much do I owe you? And she was like, nothing. It's for free. Fire, dude. I had like. You remember that fire extinguisher from yesterday? I need to keep it on this desk because this was straight up freaking fire and I'm excited. Now I'm excited, you know, for doing this. But again, the chicken and the egg problem, like I would, like, she was expensive. Like this is an hourly rate that I cannot afford. Right now, I would have to pull from my personal savings and I don't like mixing that shit, you know, when the product doesn't make enough and you use your savings to fuel the product. But hopefully with MJ, wink, wink, we get to a point where I have to do these workshops, which I don't like doing, but I would have to do them to pay for all these contractors and employees so for finally the products that i make get uh the dessert get the dessert the dessert i'm gonna give pudding to all of my fucking landing pages they uh, get the landing page the copy the marketing the help center they deserve because they're under marketed like other products like amy are over marketed and then you try the product and you're like oh this is kind of shit doesn't have anything my products have the opposite and hopefully i have enough money to fuel that he said after he rejected all the investors like a fucking donut. Anyway, so the meeting finished and I don't know what I was doing until 4 p.m., but I was working definitely. Maybe I didn't start a Pomodoro, but I was, I was definitely working. Oh, I had a meeting with Edu was yesterday, so I didn't have a meeting. Maybe I was answering to him about some pull requests and some code review and whatever, but I was excited. I wasn't procrastinating. I'm back in my zone. I'm excited about my, my work. Things are going to be dope, Hopefully. So after that, we had lunch. My wife made this uh, duck. D- duck is a new thing in our lives. We never ate duck before, honestly. This month we tried it twice and it's freaking delicious. You duck with mushrooms, with cranberry sauce, forget about it. Roasted carrots, bye. And um, I'm like, what is that green thing that looked like mashed potatoes? And she's like, this is mashed broccoli. And I'm like, mmm. And she's like, I swear to God, it's only half a potato. I'm like, fine, fine, I'll allow half a potato in the thing. It was freaking delicious. Like, it, it looked green like broccoli. And do that duck, like, you know a meal is so good when you have to pause after every bite and just do that, mm. God. and she's like, what, is something wrong with the meal? I'm like, no, I just can't, I just can't When something, it feels like a restaurant meal and I need to pause, then she starts eating, eats all of it at once and she's like, well, I wish this lasted longer and I'm like, that's why you pause, you take a bite, you contemplate life, you're like, what's the point, man, what's the point if we don't eat meals all day, it's fucking amazing, anyway, and after that, I go, I start doing my chores and I'm like, Fuck yeah, I'm down to this many to-dos. I'm going to do so many things, but I don't check my Benji calendar. I don't check my Google calendar. I have three assistants around the house, like Google, Alexa, whatever, telling me. Did they trigger Alexa? Alexa, what are you going to do about it? shit? I have an Alexa in the other room. Shut up. No, I was kidding. I was trolling them. You shut up. Uh, Telling me an upcoming calendar event in 30 minutes, whatever. Didn't hear any of that, and I hear the doorbell. Ding. And I'm like, oh, the fucking electrician. I forgot about him. So he comes here, speaks... Half, she speaks as much English as I speak Polish, but we decide to go the broken English way. It was very hard. Like there's so many translation devices around me, real-time translation, chat, GPT, whatever, whatever. We don't use any of that shit. We just do the broken Polish slash my Polish includes a lot of Serbian, Croatian, Macedonian. He does English. God knows probably this electricity is going to blow up soon because I was just nodding. I was like, yeah, yeah, the cable with the, v- 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 yeah, yeah, let's do it that way. Yeah, L- splitting the sockets. Yeah, 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 yeah. God knows what we did. So he was trying something. Electricity goes up and down. I'm just sitting on the iPad, which I reactivated as a fun device. Just sitting like an idiot on the stairs, scrolling Twitter. He's doing with the electricity. is like a disco party up and down, up and down. And he's like, something, something, I cannot make it work today. And I'm like, yes, you fucking can, because I need to record a goddamn podcast. Now, if I lose this podcast because of the electricity issue, I didn't think of that. I'm going to lose my fucking mind because I've been babbling for 53 minutes. Hopefully, I'll wrap up soon. So he's like, no, can cannot finish. No, today, no. I have another, whatever. I come in. I'm like, when can, when can you come next? Tomorrow morning? He's like, no, Friday. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I cannot be without a computer. And I'm like, what if I take you to the hardware store right now? And we get the cables and stuff that you need. And he looks at the clock and he calls a person. I understand enough polish to tell that he was lying to her about something. You know, like contractors. He probably was booked at her place at some point. But he was like, sorry, the traffic and whatever. He's, uh, he's going to come later, whatever. We go out to drive. Dude is snowing like a motherfucker. It was snowing so much that even the, the the highway wasn't clean. Like the snow, the plowing machines were actually cleaning the snow. I was driving behind one because it wasn't clean. So it was shitty. We go, we take the cable. He was like, should we take this socket? Or-? I'm like, take any socket. I don't care. Just make me. I want electricity so I can fucking work. I could have recorded on my laptop. No, I can't because it's blocked because of reasons. Whatever. Uh, he fixes the fucking thing and he's like, bye bye. And I look at the clock. It's like fucking 10, 30, 10 o'clock. I don't know when I started this. So that's been the entire two days. Now, when I feel like I'm complaining too much, I'm not because there's really shit going on in the day. Like the groomer and the dentist and the this and the electricity and the electrician and the chores and this and that. Like, dude, if you gave me an entire fucking workday, which I'm gonna get this soon somehow. I don't know how. I'm even ready, even though I have this entire fucking floor. I'm ready at some point. If uh, my, my my daughter and my dog and my wife and the electricians and the couriers become too much of a distraction, I'm packing, like a pack from my apartment. I'm going into an office. And as I said, 9 fucking a.m. I'm like, see ya. And I'm coming back at 5. No electricity issues, no, oh, the dog is barking and the mailman did this and that. I want to have full work. You think he, you think that, oh, he just doesn't want to work or whatever. But when you have so many interruptions and so many things going on, I don't protect my work time, basically. That's my problem. If if the dentist was like, hey, can you come at three o'clock? I'm like, sorry, mm, Ari, I work until five. I'm not one of those people. I'm like, sure, yeah, I'm free. Let's do 1245. What can go wrong? I'll go to the mall. You know, my day can go south, whatever. So I need to protect these fucking working hours Because I complain about how many projects I have. But when you look at the Pomodoro's, they don't match, actually, my complaints. So anyway, uh, I have a couple more random things. Because I don't want to move these for for another day. Fuck it. Um, What is is this? (laughs) Yeah. You probably don't know which day you're born on. This is funny. I found a date picker on the internet. When when you pick your birthday, it also shows the day you were born on. And you don't fucking know that. And you're going to go after this podcast after I said, don't fucking pause this. And figure out which day you were born on. Like this blew my mind that I didn't know this. I'm 31 and I didn't know when was I born on. And it turns out it was Thursday. And it's Thursday tomorrow. I'm going to crush it, baby. Thursday. Now it's my favorite day from now on. It's not, but you know. Um. Yeah. Questioner Question from listener. I think I already answered that. Uh, Looking forward was to my in-laws. Yeah, we, we, we finally booked the flights for my in-laws coming. And I don't know if I'm the last person on Earth. Dude, I love my in-laws like they're my parents. Like I'm looking for... I was the one who pushed for them to stay longer the last time. I was the one this time they were saying like, No, maybe we shouldn't come. Maybe this and that and you're gonna see us soon. And like, I want them to grow up and see their granddaughter because she's going... She changes so quickly. She's not going to be the same person when we go to Macedonia in like May or June or whatever. And when we booked the flights, I was like, fuck yeah, because I love spending time with them, especially my father-in-law. We're doing so many DIY shit. Like we made a board game table from an old Ikea table. We like, we went to a place, bought a table, made it into a board game table. There's so many things that we're going to do together. I'm actually pumped and looking forward to all of that. And I really feel sad for people who are like, oh, I my in-laws and my mother-in-law is the biggest, whatever, whatever. I fucking love them. So yeah, chew on that, I guess uh yeah there's more things from yesterday so fuck it i'll just move them to another freaking day let's just do rapid fire content and i'll let you let you go a book agatha christie so what i did is i took this book that i was reading on my nightstand reading called abandon and i abandoned the book because when there's enough time between if i take a um a pause that's long enough from a book or a game like i cannot get into it again god of war ragnarok i started it two times i do a huge break. And then I don't remember the controls. I'm old, right? I'm old. I cannot go back into like switching the axe for the fire flames and the blades and everything. I'm like, oh, where do I do whatever, whatever. So I need to start the game from scratch. Now this book, it's so hard to get to the habit of reading because it's like, oh, I don't know what happened. And it's hard to read. Like there's some chapters that are weird and it's time travel. And I'm like, until I get my habit of reading that I read every night without exception, I'm going to read children's books. Like you don't fucking know me. Like, I started listening to Cocomelon in the shower, next thing you know is I read fucking Red Riding Hood before sleep. I don't fucking care. Like, I was looking at this stupid bookshelf and I've either, I've read most of this shit here, whether it's fiction or non-fiction, or it's something like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, Dune, or some shit that's like, it's hard to digest. Like, it's, it's too many characters, it's too many things. If you don't have the reading habit, it's like very hard to digest. So I remembered, I haven't finished all the books from Aga- Agatha Christie, Agatha Christie. Read that dude. Like read it. she's fucking amazing. It took me way too long to get into her books and I'm going to find this book. Uh yeah, what was it called? And then there were none. Holy shit. If you don't like the classic murder mysteries, they call it whodunits. I didn't know that name is super cool like it's like one word, whodunits. If you don't like those, definitely read and then there were none because it's not, it's a who done it kinda, but it's such an awesome, creepy slash horror vibe. One of my favorite fiction books ever. So I put one of her books, Murder at the Links or something next to my nightstand. I was reading it uh, yesterday. Hopefully I'll get through it and I'll get back into the habit of reading. This is just a little life hack. Maybe you're not into reading because the books you're trying to read are way too hard. And honestly, my plan after this is if I don't find anything easy on this bookshelf, I'm just gonna get into like young, young, young. so Russian young adult books because they're easy to read. There's they're not too complex. The language is a little bit easier. Honestly just for a reason to like if you, you you can also consider I think Harry Potter and his dark materials as like young adult fiction. But his dark materials is literally the best three fiction books I've let read in my life ever. And I don't care how you classify it, it's freaking amazing. So maybe if you have some recommendations for me, um, just let me know. Just don't give me the dunes at the Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. I cannot I started reading Hobbit once. It's like, "Mm, this is like too fucking much. Anyway, movie, Memento, go watch it. If you haven't seen it, an old Christopher Nolan movie, it's fucking amazing. TV show, Arrested Development. If you haven't seen the first three seasons of Arrested Development, one of the greatest comedy shows ever, what are you doing watching Zelda on Netflix? Like go watch, I think it's on Netflix, Arrested Development. Just ignore it after um, that. Music, I have a song for you. It's from NF. This artist, I wanted to give him a shout out for longest time. Uh, Eminem mentioned him in a diss. It's like this when he said some of these people, they're like an effing recovery era clone of me, NFing. And later when they asked him, Did you diss him? He's like, No. But it's a classic Eminem thing because he did mention him, NF. So he's like a Christian type of. Cl- he's not a Christian rapper, but he's a clean rapper. He doesn't swear. And the topics are all about. Mental health, anxiety, depression, moving through life, hardships, losing his mom, whatever. So the topics are very heavy. They're not classic. We have bitches, we have cars, whatever other rappers are talking about. And one of his songs that really hits like a motherfucker when I hear this. It's called Time. So if I recommend you one song, go watch the video. It's one of the best videos ever. Uh, NF. That's the the name of the artist and the song is Time. If only people.